<laughs> All right, folks. Welcome to episode number 51 of the Off Center Archers podcast. Cinco Uno. I knew that was going to come up. <laughs> we actually have to restart the recording to the second time now because uh, Stephanie just lost her shit while I was trying to do the opening. Um, but yeah, this is episode 51. I'm Anthony. This is Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, Oh, God. Um, we got a couple things we're going to talk about this week. Uh, we did the Iron Man, which we spoke about last week on mm -hmm. that Saturday. And then Sunday, we did a 3D event together with Doug. Steph actually shot in that one. Uh, the Inertia right now is out of commission for some issues. And uh, the, what else um, we got? And our, oh, our, yes. Yeah, and thingy. before we actually get into the episode, I'll, I'll mention this. I've mentioned Heather from the Sunshine and Power Cuts podcast a bunch of times and i know steph's trying to make me fuck up the podcast name because well, we've gone dyslexic on it we'll do power shine and yeah, sun cuts. power shine and sun cuts or some <laughs> shit and uh, i've butchered it's bad enough that I, I butcher people's names but i butcher people's podcasts also so but heather does this right now it's actually semi-annual this is the second one she's going to be doing uh what she calls the sunshine summit which basically she celebrates connections with people around the world so last time she did it, she had Banjo on from the Banjo Says podcast. Wait, and she, was that was he actually on, or did you mention was that the one you mentioned? And she's like, no, I didn't have him on. No, no, that was the uh, the live stream for the Cure is where I screwed up and said Banjo was oh, in, okay. he was not. But she also had Adam Higgins from the Odd Dad Out podcast on the show, and Emily Procob. I'm probably butchering your name most likely but from the story behind podcast because i'm a nerd and i love trivia style shit and emily's podcast is like fucking cracked to me right now i listen to it like twice a week and they're small they're short they're like eight minute podcasts really yeah yeah yeah. and she just goes into the history of a topic you know like the last one was like neckties really but, yeah it's yeah. odd no, no, it's actually really cool. Like, she finds where it came from and who started it and all this. And, and each week, it's been, like, a different thing. Like, one week, it was, like, peanut butter. Um, there's been a whole bunch of different topics. And I'm, you know, I like that type of shit. But all of these podcasts I listen to have to do with the fact of Heather. Heather's the one that introduces, like, all of these podcasts from mm -hmm. people. She finds these people. She makes these great connections with people. And she did the same thing with us through uh, Bandrews. Um discord server well i'm sorry i'm blanking out so and that's what she does now every six months or so maybe once a year she'll do this sunshine summit where she celebrates connections with people and it it has nothing to do with the podcast all have nothing to do with each other so right. it's not like we're going to talk to yeah we're not going to talk to heather just because it's archery heather's podcast happens to have two types of episodes once one style is the sunshine episodes which all have to do with getting your mind in the right state uh like mental wellness and whatnot and any other type of episode she has is, is her power cut episodes which have have to do with the fact of living off grid in new zealand so she's not hooked up to the grid everything is solar panels and battery packs and she talks about experiences in those type of episodes of what's going on it, act, it is actually should be interesting because i would like to eventually get us to that point or get us to where we're very minimal needing um, right. mm -hmm. to be hooked up as far as like power and water and whatnot. Yeah, have have minimal uh, necessities. Words are hard oh, today. Yeah, it is. My God. But yes, no, I know what you mean. Like minimal, 
what the hell is it called? Minimalist? No, no, no. We're hashtag you... words are hard. Hashtag English sucks. Yeah, you're right. Hashtag it's the only language. Being reliant speak. on the power grid. There we go. Hashtag reliant is not even the word I was really looking for, but right now that's the only one that works. So, but yes, on Saturday, August 11th at 10.30 p.m. Eastern time, we are going to be on a live stream with Heather. Mm -hmm. And it's basically, we know, we talk about what the podcast is about and what we do and, and just celebrate the idea of like, we're in the U.S., she's in New Zealand. We made these connections for whichever way and however through the Discord servers and everyone's helped each other and the community grew and whatnot and it should be a very, just very, very cool event. You know, something nice to do. And Well, it's nice to talk to people that aren't in our direct area, that right. have different experience. Because, I mean, honestly, you see all these other places um, from a different perspective. Like, online, it's just pictures and people who go on vacation. But it's another thing to talk to someone who actually lives there on a daily. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know? mm-hmm. So that'll be, that'll be interesting. And it doesn't even have to be about the same topic that we talk about all the time. It could just be talking about you know, general. Oh yeah. Yeah. General exactly. Stuff. Exactly. But that would be uh, interesting to get more of her direct uh, perspective on living off the grid. Cause honestly, just ideas of how to start it and um, like first steps, you, I guess solar panels and stuff like that. Right. And um, mm-hmm. you know, either do it. I know some people do their own, Versus going through a company versus... Well, she spoke about that in her power cut episodes where they've had to add batteries or right, add, right, other, right. add extra panels and whatnot, so... But I don't think we'd go to the extreme of... You ever see those, um, the people living in Alaska, the, the very far regions where there's absolutely no communication whatsoever? Yeah, it's called... That, that, that's that document, that TV show you watch, Life Above Zero below oh, life below zero life yes, above yes. zero is a fucking yes. beach everyone that lives above the arctic circle yeah life below zero yeah. and see so yeah, these people that live out in the middle of nowhere for well they have their reasons i can't knock them you know some people like the solitude of taking care of themselves and you know everything but mm-hmm. i like not having not being in the middle of you know tons of people but you know a little bit of contact oh, yeah. for normalcy. Yes, honestly, because I see these people bringing up kids, and uh, you know it, their social skills are going to grow up to be non-existent as as kids growing up that way. Oh yeah, well, I mean, because even in natives that live up there, like that have that's where they've been. They have mm-hmm. their their they tribe, have their little community. Yeah. yeah, I mean, even that they have like a little community, but right. some of these people live with zero. Con- connection mm-hmm. and these kids i just i feel bad for them in a way because they're they're well, gonna have no i see that's the thing I, th- I think it's amazing about like like i said with heather with doing these sunshine summits is the fact that no one's in the same area like adam that does the odd dad out podcast mm-hmm. he's in arizona i believe okay and you know we're here in south carolina she's in new zealand humbug is in australia, australia. um Andrew's somewhere in the U.S. Because <laughs> he's smart enough not to say where the fuck he is. I think he lives in Washington. No, oh, whichever. He's always got a beanie on, so who the fuck knows? <laughs> you know, he he's, has like that I said, Seattle he's, vibe he's to him. Sm- yeah, he kind of does, doesn't yep. he? Yeah. Okay, all right. I'll give you that one. Oh, man. <laughs> the wife's peeping on you, Banjo. I uh. am not peeping on anyone. <laughs> so, Telling lies over here. But, uh, no, he's like everyone's like spread all around. 
you know, and you also have uh, what's the other one that she got me to listen to? Are they only the, oh, the Varmints podcast? The Varmints? Yes. Like from um, uh, Looney Tunes, the Varmints. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it has to do with all types of animals, like, and it, it like and that one. Or? No, 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 no. Like everything. Like they they did a whole episode on black bears, oh. and which, but their podcast is it's like putting away where it's it's almost comedic. Some of the things, you know. They, they they tell you stories about you know, like facts and where they come from and mm-hmm. how you know um eventually like one time probably like all bears were the same species and the you know grizzlies came out and polar bears Evolved, and whatnot yeah, right yeah. but and, and then they talk about like the stupid things that people do it's like you know Try and the whole time them? I was waiting for it and I'm just like please say don't hug fucking bears please <laughs> say don't hug bears and sure shit they made a whole joke about. Bears are not cuddly, folks. You know? Because people, and, you know, they they've associated bears too much with uh, the cartoons. Of- right, but that but they've done episodes on wolves, on eagles, on possums, um, moose. You know, like and all the episodes are like really cool because there's like really cool facts you find out right. about. And I mean, considering like we've spoke about, yeah, we're probably gonna go hunting and whatnot, and you know, it gives you a cool little insight, you know, from them. And that, like I said, but that's another podcast that Heather turned Oops, me on sorry. to. Um, because she had one of the hosts on, and I am horrible with names, and I even talked to you in Heather's Discord server. Wow. Um, it's a yeah, yeah, I know. Showing a lot. I, I tell everybody, don't don't depend on me to count on people's names. Uh, but yeah, he he's the host of the of the one of the hosts of the Varmint podcast, and I'm so horrible. Oh, there, Paul. There we go. I was talking to him the other day, Paul. And I mean, it's, it's just, this is what I mean. This is why I butcher people's names and stuff. Cause I am horrible with it. So what their podcast is really cool. And I found out about them through Heather. Uh, right, right. it's another one now. Cause I, shit. It's the, the sometimes, sometimes geek podcast. I believe it is. I don't know, but my podcasts are going in a different direction than yours. you you just listen to Joe Rogan and Andy Stump half most of the time. No, I have other ones on there, but mine are, I'm going into like the, uh, some of the running pa- podcasts and, right. yeah, well, yeah. yeah, Cleared Hot has been one of my ones I've been listening to. Right, which is Andy Stump. Yeah. So, and he, he he's another one, I mean, he, crazy guy didn't set some like world record for a wingsuit jump. Dude, he's psychotic. Right. He jumps out, he jumps out of planes all the time. Okay, I was right, yeah, the, the other one I, I listen to now is the Sometimes Geek Podcast which has to do a lot more with the video game stuff since I play Xbox all the time. But more people that have turned on, you know, more podcasts that we, I have uh, come across because of making connections with Heather. All right. So, okay. We'll, so. Uh, we'll remind every, everyone when we get closer to that. Right, yeah. When it's coming up and whatnot. So yep, we'll be doing that Saturday night, and then we'll be doing ours Sunday night. So we'll probably have a little recap. Right, exactly. Of what we went over. And I'll put, like, links to everything to the YouTube channel. It'll be on what time it'll be on and whatnot. Oh, yeah, she's on the YouTube. Yes, on the YouTube, yes. The YouTube. (laughs) Well, she has her YouTube set up like how ours is set up right now through Podbean and the auto posts. I don't think I really count it right now because it's just audio. Like, the the, the channel we're going to be on is actually not the Sunshine, I believe it's not the Sunshine Power Cuts provided channel from youtube she has a separate channel for just the live streams 
Okay, I don't know. I'll be here. I'll be on it. I know. I'll, I, I'll show you're up. N- you're not the tech savvy. No, I'm, I just show up. Right, exactly. All right, so I guess we can start off with the 3D shoot. Right, which was on Sunday, the day after the Iron Man. Yeah, and uh, we were going to, you know, honestly, we were going to do a, a another road clip um, leaving because mm-hmm. we left at basically midnight, sun, well, midnight Monday morning, right. I should say. And, um, you know, that's probably the easiest for anyone who has kids. You'd rather have deal with exhaustion with a sleeping kid in the car instead of be awake and have a crying kid in the car. Right. Yeah, exactly. So we were going to actually do um, one or two road clips on the way back because, I mean, it's, you know, a solid eight hours of driving. Mm -hmm. But I got to say, I was exhausted. Right. Well, we kept switching back and forth driving. It was like, okay, you drive an hour, I drive an hour, you drive an hour, and we kept switching back and forth nonstop. Yeah, because even, I mean, I I didn't take a nap. You took a nap. I didn't take a nap. Right. And um, I couldn't nap in the car because every, you know, 15, 20 minutes I was getting woken up. So that was just. So we didn't end up doing any road clips, so we kind of saved it all. Yep, for, for this one. Mm-hmm. Um, so the actual setup of the 3D area that they had, they had, um, well, I don't know how many lanes they had on property on their little course because they were only using 15. Oh, they have a bunch. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I saw a lot of open ones that they weren't using. Well, it used to be 20, and from what I understand, they haven't quite decided. Like, what we did on Sunday was 15 targets, two shots a target. So it was 30 total shots. Um, it used to be 20 targets right. at two shots apiece. So you'd have, you know, 40 shots, whatever. Um, from what I understand, I don't know if right now, because the, the the guys there were saying they were undecided, it will probably go back to the 20, 20 targets. They're saying a lot of the older folk were complaining because right, it was taking too heat. long. Well, the heat in, in July and August and, you know. Yeah, you think living in Florida, Florida, you'd get used to it by then. Probably not. I don't, who knows? I mean, we did, you know, when we lived there. I mean, we... You adjust. Right, yeah. You don't move to Florida thinking it's going to be nice and cool. Well, they moved to Florida to get away from the snow. Yeah. They don't ever want to see a shovel again in their lives. Well, you know, it's a give and take. Well, I know. It is what it is. But, uh... They, they were saying uh, uh, there's a good chance that though back in the, in the fall they're going to switch it back to the longer longer amount of targets go back to the 20 and then they'll have right you know because the weather will be cooler and it'll be a lot uh, more uh, contestant friendly because of the weather I guess that's true well they started at eight mm-hmm. and um, only it didn't take that long but we were waiting most of the time right. well not most of the time but a lot of the time right and well that's what I'm saying if they get like a real busy busy day yeah. You know, you're gonna have people waiting hours. I mean, from going from target to target to target, and I mean Sunday was reasonably a lot of people, so it wasn't like it was a light day. I mean, there was four of us in our group shooting because it was me, you, Doug, and Eric. Yeah. yeah. So, and you know, you get that on a really busy day, and then you have 20 targets. You know, we only had 15 targets, really. You know, like I said, realistically, only 30 hours to shoot, and it took two and a half hours to do 15 targets. Yeah. So, could you imagine with 20 targets, and if there was more people there, a 20-target day is going to take you four and a half hours. Yeah. But it was nice out. But honestly, right. you know, it's it's an easy course to walk through. It's it all is. It's all flat. 
So you're not doing any kind of hills. And props to the Brevard Archers because it was absolutely spotless. Yeah, it was very clean. Super, um, super clean. I know range, the brush man. was taken care of, and but, man, I gotta say, like zero. Um, you exert yourself. Oh yeah, there's very minimal effort. There's no up down. Zero there's effort. no terrain. It's it's flat, <laughs> flat, not, flat ground. You do not have to be in any kind of shape to do right. that course mm-hmm. whatsoever. Um, so I mean, it's it was fun. It was. You know, it's a nice easy shoot. Do realize I have to get a, a better magnifier on my bow to actually see, because the way I do the 3D shooting is mm-hmm. um, some of them actually like 95% of the the 3D targets that mm-hmm. that they use or that are manufactured right have your um your kill shot basically where it's supposed to be like if it was a real life yeah, kind of yeah, shot yeah. Yep. but then when you get down to the certain rings they sometimes they'll vary they won't be in that spot that you really want to aim for right mm-hmm. so majority of them are in the lung position they're not where yeah. like normally i would aim for the shoulder blade to try and hit the lungs and the heart at the same time and yeah. the rings are actually only Majority of them are in a straight-up double lung shot without even being remotely near where the heart would be. Yeah, so I'm finding that uh, with, like, any 3D shooting that we've been doing, mm-hmm. even when we're at the range, that the owner brought his his own 3D targets in. Right. Mm-hmm. I can't see any rings right. whatsoever. That's true. So, basically, when I aim, I just aim for... I'm going to kill it. it. Was, yeah, if it was a real-life shot, mm-hmm. basically. Because these weren't farther shots either. I think the max was, like, 45... Mm-hmm. So it, they're all shots within a range you you would take. Well, it, it's not like a hundred, you know, plus. Yeah, a lot of people won't take really. Go, a lot of people seem to stay within forty, and the yeah. longest shot was like forty-five. So okay, the five yards. Let's right. just just give it. Just. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, I I think uh, an extra magnifier because we're at a, uh, a two times right now. Right. Yeah. Both of us are using two times. So, you know, that, that six is looking pretty good. Because you keep you talking a six about... six or you a kept, four? A six. Oh, Fuck Jesus. four. Okay. It's like I'm a waste sorry. of money. You I just jump in and you're like, yeah, well, I can see a little bit better now. Well, but, you know, I'm going to go six. Whatever you want to do. Uh, I mean, you do shoot a bow for a person that's five foot two. That would be considered a target bow. I know, right? <laughs> Hunting you know, slash target. A 35-inch bow for a woman who's five foot two. You know, the bow is way more than half of your height. <laughs> Yeah, it is, actually. I stood my bow up next to me. I'll have to get yeah. a picture next time we're at the range, just so everyone can see exactly how short I am in comparison to this bow. Well, yeah, when you also consider, I mean, it's 35 inches axle to axle without the added size of the cam. So well, the thing is, like, 40 inches tall, and you're 5'2". The thing is, two. yeah, it's one thing to, to realize how tall I am and then how tall the bow is in numbers in your head, uh-huh. but then when you get a picture of it oh, and yeah, you visually yeah. see, like, God damn it, she's short. Yeah, like lots of, uh, who said, Eric said that when we were there. You put your bow down, and you're like, Jesus Christ, it's like at her chest. Yeah, mini me. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we'll have to get a picture of that one. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I think the six, maybe. But then we didn't have binoculars with us either. Yeah, yeah. So we were, I, we were honestly, really slacking. I, I had no idea where any of those rings were yeah, on no. any of them. We were just but shooting you guys shots. had a little bit of a... Um, you shot it at the Iron Man. Yeah, they didn't the day move the before. course at all. No. So you the only thing that we had was knew. that they threw us at a different lane to start because of the fact that me and Doug had shot the Iron Man the day before. But even still, you remembered some of the targets of where some of the circles, like the the rings, were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm not doubting. It. Absolutely, yeah. I, I remember to wear a bunch, especially the alligator. You know, yeah. Fucking things like eight inches tall, thirty something yard, thirty, thirty-two yards away, and you know, you're you're trying to shoot at something that's eight inches tall, and remember where the rings are. It's it's yeah. a pain in the ass. So. But other than that, I mean, it was it was a nice like the weather wasn't too bad. No, it was, it was a little an breeze, enjoyable which day. Was nice. um, I mean, my scoring was kind of it wasn't great. Yeah, but it was also the first time you shot 3D for points, and e- and even then you couldn't see the rings. You were still shooting just like we were shooting at the Total Archery Challenge. Yeah, you know, it was okay. Fuck it, I got to make a kill shot. That's all. Yeah, basically. You know, you know, uh, which I mean, even then you still did really good. Our next uh, total archery challenge, we should be keeping track of our points. Just for shits and giggles. As long as we have binoculars and all that crap, that's fine. Oh, yeah. We got some a good pair of binos and a nice uh, scorecard to see who wins. Binos uh, and a score. So does that mean the uh, next time we go us? to Tennessee, we're doing the local again? I want to do a four is what I want to do. I want to do the Sitka course. Okay, that's fine. But I don't know. We Well, what I was planning on... Mm-hmm. I don't know how well this is going to go over, but I was just talking to you about it. Oh, oh okay. Um, yes. I know what you're talking about. I'm, I so I'm still thinking been, of just Tennessee. I'm still thinking of just the Tennessee tech. We want to do other, other tech events. I'm going to call it tech because it's easier. To That's what everyone's calling get. it now. So we want to do the Utah because that one was the one that just passed that has like the, the steepest, well, not the steep. It is the steepest. The steepest train. So well, it's if also you got see the pictures, steepest shot. It was see, like an eighty-two yard shot, and your sights had to be set on twenty. Oh man! Because so, it was straight down. You see these cliffs. I'd be like, okay. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to take that shot. You'd look down and be like, "Fuck all of you! I'm not <sighs> doing this. No, I don't care." No, I'd still. Oh, man. Hold my belt. Yeah, I know. Please. I'd be like, "Can you put a? Can you put something on me?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> can you do a little hook? Ooh, because those heights, they get to me. But man, the that scenery, scenery is, mm-hmm. is nuts. That, that'd that be an experience to do. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They had some long shots, like 125 yard. No, that was a challenge shot. They challenged Dudley in the video <laughs> to shoot a ram at 125 yards. You're like, no, he ain't going to do it. No, no, no. I know he is. Foam. It's I like, thought- God damn it. I thought that was part. That was one of the long shots on the no, course. No, the actual shot was eighty something yards. Oh, and you they could see the up. cone straight out in front of Dudley, but they were like, "You can't do it from one twenty-five. Oh, so he he backed up for another forty yards. Yeah, and- <laughs> people are stupid. People don't understand that Dudley. There's a video on YouTube of Dudley killing a turkey at a hundred plus yards. He whacked his turkey, and that shit was like. Doom! Can just hit the ground. He's been competing and shooting for you know how many years, mm-hmm. and uh, you know he's he's been there, done that at all all sorts of yardages with right. different bows, different different part like sights and releases and rests and combos and arrows and this and that oh, and yeah, teaches yeah. and he builds and he so he's he that's what he does right. And some people don't. I think they forget it. And, oh, you uh, want to call it? They forget it. Well, you know, some people are like, "Oh, I'm such a great shot," but they forget that they don't do that every day. They have probably a normal job, and they only do that maybe every other day at the most. I hope or... that's what it is. I, I re- honestly, I hope that what it is, and not someone trying to just throw hate at him while he's standing there in his face. Like, you can't do it. People do that online all the time. Yeah, no, I know they do that all the time, but 
Of all people, Dudley, really? Fucking no. retarded. I don't know. They can't you, really. You have to be a dumb, dumb ass to be like, you can't make that shot. Get the you fuck were... out of here. I mean, you know, there's people out there like that. That's like saying, telling Cam, you can't hit a paper plate, a cut co- like a colored paper plate, like a party plate. That he couldn't hit that shit at 140 yards. Oh, he perfect. practices that shit. Yeah, I know. Just for fun. But it's supposed to be yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, so, my idea is that I, I would like us to, because we need to, you know, set aside uh, little trips for us without kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because I... am so agreeing. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, you know, when you go... It's one thing to go on trips with kids, but then you also need a vacation of zero kids. Mm-hmm. And... I feel like these are things that we could do or plan, but we have, <laughs> this is in July. So if yeah, they well, keep it at the same, if they keep it at the same time as they do every year, mm-hmm. like within this, this, the days and months, right. um, we have a, a June wedding mm-hmm. next year. That we have to go to Boston for. And then we'll have. Fucking Boston. There's nothing wrong with Boston. Okay. You bitch about everything. <laughs> you turn 40 and I feel like you, everything is just a, a bitch fest. I think it just has to do, I don't know, I, growing up in New York City. You just, you grow up in New York City and no matter what you do, even as a person who's not a Yankee fan, you hate fucking Boston. No, I, I like New England. Yeah. I grew up as a Met fan, you know, and you know the only thing you talk, it pops in your head if you're even a Met fan, you know, because like I said, I grew up in New York City, is... Bill fucking Buckner letting that ball go through his leg, and everyone in New York was like, yay, fuck Boston. <laughs> I, I don't really watch baseball at all, so. That's right. You were like two when that happened. Yeah. Which so. says how old you are. Yeah, yeah, I'm older than you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the fact that I remember the 1986 World Series, yeah. Because I remember sitting on the couch watching it with my uncle. Oh, then I was three. I wasn't two. Okay, whatever. Wait, no. Yeah, no, you yeah. have been three, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. I was eight. Anyway, oh, Jesus, don't say that out loud. That sounds horrible. Anyway, so we have the wedding in June, and Mm -hmm. this is going to be in July. So, I don't know. We might, we have, we might be able to do it, honestly. I think. Well, there's more of them, too. I mean, I think they go all the way to September, right before hunting season starts. If anything, we could always try and go to like the the Big Sky Montana one or what? I think that's Big. I think Big Sky's Montana. I don't no, remember. I don't think so. I thought it was. I think Big Sky's Montana. Mm, either way, I want to. Uh, I want to make it out to a couple of those mm-hmm. over there because the the uh, uh, as far as like mountains and everything go, there it's a lot different than it is in Tennessee. Tennessee had some nice areas. You the know, wooded it, areas were ridiculous, but there's not. There they was were a lot nice, of and terrain it was when it came to wooded areas, but there wasn't like mountain you're walking ranges. on a path up the side of a mountain. Yeah, yeah. Well, they did say the Sitka course was um, as far as more mountainous, but you're not going to get the same terrain as you would out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can get it and you can get nice views, but it's not going to be the same. Yeah, that's uh, right. Big Sky, Montana is the end of July. So there's one so more left. Way, right now they were just in Salt Lake City, Utah. Right. And then the last one is Big Sky, Montana. Okay. So either way, it's going to be in July. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, we can figure it out. We'll mm-hmm. figure it out. Either way, we're going to do Tennessee again. Yeah, and hopefully they add more. 
Yeah, that would be nice. It'd be nice if they add some more here in the Southeast, you know. So Total Archer Challenge, if you're listening, we would love to see more events in the Southeast here. Most likely. Well, who knows? You can't <laughs> stop being negative. <laughs> I am positive that they're probably not listening. <laughs> You've been watching <laughs> trolls too much with our children. <laughs> I'm positive you're going to be going to be eaten by a bargain. Yeah. But um well back to the three D event. The uh overall I think it it did pretty well. We didn't actually stay to listen to the, the results of everyone or everyone to finish. Um mostly because we knew that we weren't gonna get anywhere close to the to anything. Are you following? Well, we didn't really answer any contests or anything. So like, we, are you with me right now? Or are you still no, no, looking you, at other stuff? You, what are you, like, referencing was? The I mean, 3D. I went back to the 3D event. Oh, oh, on Jesus Sunday. Christ. Okay, I thought you were still talking about tack. I'm like, I'm like what? No, 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 I said, okay, back no, to the No, they gave everything out while we were there. No, the 3D, not everyone was finished. Oh, wow, oh, okay. You're talking about the Iron Man. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, that's right, yes, okay. Mm-hmm. Hi, my name's Earth. Have we met? Yeah, I know. Exactly. <laughs> Doug did well, though. He did well. I mean, well he's before also... we left, the numbers that they submitted, Doug was was in fifth mm-hmm. or fourth, something like that. He also shoots there. He also knows the course. Mm-hmm. He has a target bow. Yes. Which <laughs> he also shot the highway with. Oh, that was great. I almost forgot so about you that. So you got to explain this one. All right. So we were... We had just shot the wolf target, which was like, I think target number 14. And then we go up to the next target. And, uh, you know, everyone, we, Eric, Eric, both Eric and Doug were using their range finders. Okay, for some reason, Doug's always right two yards off, but mm-hmm. Doug's measurements seem to work with our sight Man, tape. It does not matter with the, the range finder because he was at the right. Oh, yeah. yeah he was right. at the right. Well, that's the bend. point I'm trying to get to. Doug actually readjusted his sight and I he no one knows what happened. We don't know. Did he jerk the bow up as he fired or what? But he fucking airmailed this shit to <laughs> I-95. It missed the target completely. The guys who were at the target that we had just left, the wolf, were they heard the arrow go by them. <laughs> You know, which made me laugh when Wes comes up and goes, what the fuck was that? We heard as this fucking arrow is going through the woods as we're trying to pull our arrows out of the wolf. I'm like, yeah, that, that was Doug airmailing shit. He's like, what the fuck are you shooting at, 95? I mean, he didn't even skim the target. Oh, he no, he missed just, it by four feet. Yeah, he was gone. So yeah, and it was, oh, we were shooting at a bear. Yeah. And that was a joke we were saying was it didn't matter if that bear that bear target was not the standard, you know, uh, on all four bears. He could have been that one that's standing. standing straight up like the pissing bear. Looks like it's peeing. Yeah, yeah. The one that uh, Wes set up that made it like he was peeing in behind a tree. Or I was humping the tree. You know, but even <laughs> if that bear was the standing version of the target, he would have still missed that bitch by fucking two feet. And then you start videotaping, hoping you'd do it again. Yeah, yeah. Everyone took out their phone cameras like... Maybe Doug's marks are wrong on his sight tape. Let's, air, let's see if he's going to airmail another one to 95. <laughs> let's see if you'll lose another one. Yeah, yeah. Actually, he texted me today because uh, after Sunday, I had set up the, what was it, trophy taker blade arrow rest that he had bought from Ed. Oh, okay. That's right. He bought Yeah, another. he destroyed another FMJ with it today. So he says it shoots much better, which... I can understand, you know, target bow, blade arrow rest, everything's supposed to be that way. He made sure so all of his fletchings are facing the right way. And right. Is he going to move up to those uh, the Sharpie size arrows? Uh, yeah, I think he's looking at the the Black Eagle 23 series. 
I believe it is, that he's, because I guess that's the ones that Wes and a couple of the guys are using, the PS23s. Yeah. So he's probably going to go to those, which is fine. I mean, because they have the glue-in tail ends with mm-hmm. pin knocks, so he can't, well, I shouldn't say can't. Everything's fucking possible when it comes to archery. You're not supposed to be able to Robin Hood these things because the tail end of the arrow is just like the front. It's a steel piece. Oh, so it's And just you bounce. literally just push your knock onto it. The knock snaps in place. So right. if you hit the back of your arrow, the knock is supposed to shatter, and that pin, nothing's supposed to happen to that pin. You know what and I'm saying? And then you just pop to... another knock on it and fucking keep shooting. I've, you know, I've been starting to figure out that when you got, um, so you have your hunting side, mm-hmm. um, but then you get your target side right. of shooting. So you have your 3D competitions right and then you have your just your normal the target face yes you get your single well depending on what style you're going to single nfaa style yeah or field either way it's it's your your um standard target looking the circles Mm -hmm. and shit like that um what i noticed is the more we talk about it it's one thing to just kind of watch it and then since we're talking about it every week or more than once a week uh I'm starting to realize that, okay, so to be in in the competitions, it does take skill. I'm not saying that it doesn't. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of skill, and especially when you're shooting a, um, a higher amount of arrows, right. you have to have the endurance on top of that to not let anything waver so that you start going all over the place. Right. But with that skill, for some reason, they start doing things like making the arrow thicker when... I don't know. That's for competition. That, Maybe, they're allowed to do it according on. to the rules. Maybe for more of a competitive skill side, they should, I don't know, make them thinner. So you can't, it's like making it bigger so, okay, you could touch that line now instead of. Yeah, it's, it's covering this, the space, yeah. You know, I feel like it's, uh, if you throw a paintball at it, wherever it splatters and hits, counts. It's just like expanding the. It's loopholes, really. I mean, <laughs> if it bleeds, it counts. Wait, that sounds. That's weird. not. It's the fucking wrong one. No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, Backtrack like and delete that comment. The paint. The paint. The paint. Yeah, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. That's. Uh, mm-hmm. That's what you meant. I'm sure <laughs> it was exactly the, the paint. How I mm-hmm. Meant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, you know, I, I feel like it should be going the other way, though. It, they shouldn't have. It's not a lot like that, though. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, a lot of the guys, yes, everyone does use P20. Depending on what tournament you're going for, you, you can use 23 series arrows, 26 series arrows. I think uh, Easton's are 27s, which are, like, the max size you can use. It, I don't know if it's Easton or um, Victory, one of the two. Right. Has a 27 series. I know Black Eagles is a 23 and a 26. And... But you're not going to use that arrow if it's fucking high wind. You know, a fat-ass arrow in a heavy wind day, you're yeah. a dumbass if you use that shit. Because you're going to go, you're going to have to aim at its ass to hit it in the fucking 12 ring. You might as well just put a sail on it. Right, exactly. It's going to catch so much wind. <laughs> and that's like, I've heard, um, who was talking about that? Oh, Dan, uh, yeah, Dan McCarthy was on Bow Junkie a while ago. Right. And he says, literally, they, like, look at the weather forecast to know what arrows they're going to use. Right, right, right. If it's going to be a day where there's going to be 20-mile-an-hour winds, 15-mile-an-hour winds, he's going to switch to, like, zombie slayers, like Eric was shooting. Right. Oh, yeah, those because are... Because they're thinner. Are, yeah, yeah. You know, our carnivores are slightly thicker 
than the uh, than the zombie slayers. Right. So, and then if it's going to be a, a lighter wind day where there's going to be almost none, but a possibility of some, they might go to Spartans because Spartans are bigger than our carnivores. Mm. And then, all right, it's supposed to be a dead calm day. Everybody's fucking shooting these thick ass old school sharpie looking fucking arrows. Yeah. Those, you know, I think, especially are just... they're going to, you know, they're definitely going to use those when they're indoors. You know, those arrows are enough to hit the nine and the ten ring at the same fucking time. Yeah. So. You just fill up the whole ten, that's ten it. ring. That's it. Surface coverage. <laughs> that's it. Surface coverage. It's the best way to describe it. Yeah. I feel like that's. I don't know. What do you want to shoot at something? Some, an arrow that's a. 0.23 thickness, or I can shoot a half-inch arrow of it, and fucker, it touched a ten ring. Oh shit! The fucking touching the line. Is it touching the line? That's all you gotta touching do. Touching the line. You just gotta touch it. I don't know. I have my, I have my certain opinions about certain things, but I'll never take away like some of the skill that some of those guys have. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, because you get like Levi Morgan, and he he could probably shoot with a little uh, chopstick. And fucking hit the goddamn. You probably decks. could. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you really look at the top guys right now, and especially the fact that they shoot unknown yardage. So you want, we're not talking like we're not talking like Belfort and all them that no shoot known yardage, right? Where there's like a little sign that says forty three yards. You know, Levi and them walk up and go, hmm, looks like it's 40, 39, whatever. Because they've seen it how many times? Right. After but you've seen it, like you, you know, get guys a couple hundred like times. Levi, Dan McCarthy, Jack Wallace, you know. The, those three alone are like just mercenaries when it comes to just like, hmm, yep, okay, two. You fucking kill anything. Yeah, you know. It, it's great. Why? That's, I think that's one of the reasons why it, 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 I get more now into watching the live broadcast that Bo Junkie puts up on their website. I feel like I should be watching golf with the way they commentate. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes they do you a little have clap. To. The, the oh, only thing I, I like shot. to catch is oh. especially when uh, the host of Bo Junkie catches himself about to curse. You know, like, uh, was it two weeks ago or whatever when Jack, it was Jack and Levi in the sixth and seventh arrow. Okay. And Jack shoots a 14 and you hear him go, did you see that sh- sh- shot? <laughs> <laughs> like, you you know, he, he, he was trying, Greg Poole was trying not to say shit. <laughs> Because that's, sh- 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 you know. Watch, so. the, watch him have a stutter. That he no, 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 he doesn't have a stutter. <laughs> I, hear, I hear him in their, in their, uh, in Bo Junkie's normal podcast, and it's it just, you know, he he was definitely trying not to curse. Well, because all, uh, all those are live, right? Yeah, it's all live feed, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he has to watch. It's like someone Sponsors, cursing. Sponsors, yeah. It's like someone cursing on a golfing tournament. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I got to deal with, like, PR, that? and it's like a Happy Gilmore episode. That, that would be great here, a, a golf announcer start cursing. Oh, shit, here comes Tiger Woods' wife with a nine iron. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Looks like he got some strange pussy again, and she's going to knock the fuck out of him <laughs> one more time. Is he even around anymore? Yeah, yeah, I guess he's back in all the tours and stuff. He got himself all cleaned up and shit. <laughs> and I guess, I don't know. I don't uh, really keep up on golf. But, you know, no, I just see it on the, our big headlines. It's like, yeah. you know, Tiger Wolf, Tiger Woods had a very bad showing today at the fucking pro some shit. The pro some shit. I don't know what it's called. It's golf. 
my extent of golf is Happy Gilmore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put a hockey player in golf. Yep. In Bob Barker. Hmm. Price is wrong, Bob. <laughs> but um, so I guess go to your home. <laughs> so if we make it back down to Florida, um, we'll be doing well. Actually, we have our memberships in um, you know, in other areas of South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we're gonna try and um, you know, the season's pretty much over for those comp- um those tournaments and competitions and stuff right. like that for us. But starting in January, um, because our memberships when I got the the welcome packet, mm-hmm. like what two months later, yeah, 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 they they are extending our membership through 2019 too that we paid for. Oh, okay. So we can actually start in January, um, start doing uh, whatever tournaments. That they have set up on their schedule for the well, we gotta, start of the year. We got to also do the uh, the South Carolina Archery Association membership mm-hmm. and whatever, which this is one. fine. But mm-hmm. they um, they actually the one in Myrtle Beach that we did right. um, is extending our membership through 2019 since we signed up basically after like 95 percent of all the shoots. Right, right. So they, because of that, they said we're, we'll extend it, which is nice. Yeah, it's awesome of them. Yeah, um, absolutely. And especially, I mean, it took them a little bit to get back to us, but it's probably mostly. probably seen our address and we're like, Jesus Christ, they signed up four <laughs> hours away from their house. It's also mostly because they're all volunteers. So they take care of the course and everything mm-hmm. on a volunteer basis. I mean, no one gets paid to be there. Right. So all the funds go basically toward the upkeep and, and everything and events and, mm-hmm. and whatnot. So, you know, it's... it's Well, plus their their circuit is actually one of the ones that's on the South Carolina. um, One of the seven, I believe it is, for the South Carolina Archery Association for the the state's tournaments. Yeah. Or the state title. Yeah, they are... Yeah, they're on the um, the rotation. Right. For Mm -hmm. the actual, like, sanctioned shoots. Because I know two of them by us are... Is it two or three? I know Tab is on there and Kiyoe's on there. Yeah, we still have to take a ride to see these places. Right. I think we might do it well, when I've, I've school sent messages starts up again. To, uh, to the guys at Tab. I know Kiyoe, I mean, it's easy. You just go on their website. You can print up the application. Right, right. And it's got a uh, membership price per month number. So, like, if you don't join in January, it was like $100 for family or mm-hmm. 70 or whatever. But February, it, the price is only 90% of the original, and it keeps going down. Yeah. Until well, it hits a minimum. The um the the tab that one that one's actually closer than Kiyoe. Yeah, yeah, it's only twenty seven minutes away. So that is the one I want to see because right. that that's the one that you can't get a hold of him unless you just call him. Yeah, yeah. Then you specifically like I, I found that out later after I sent them a message on Facebook because that they don't have a website or anything. It's just a Facebook page. Yeah, and I I'm saw like, that. hi, we're interested. We'd like to know information. Blah 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 blah. We just moved to the area. You know, the whole whole nice email and. Uh, never got a response. And then like two weeks later, it's like, oh, we've seen we have a bunch of private messages. We don't respond to these messages. Please call this phone number. Why didn't, I, I don't see the point. I don't understand why people do that. I understand if you do this on a volunteer basis, mm-hmm. but the problem is if you're volunteering to do that, you have to do something. Right. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's part of something that you have to maybe go to some one person and say, hey, can you maybe take 15 minutes a week? Right. And volunteer your time which is what you're doing anyway into responding to these people because they can't get that much of a uh message 
I mean, uh, coming in as far as I don't. But the, the, still, it, if, if like a lot of the associations have multiple people, what you would consider staff. They you probably know, do. Like when we went down with Doug to do these shoots, there were right. several guys that were considered the Brevard Archer staff. Right, you right. Know, one of them is West that we kept mentioning. Um, and it was a couple of the old Charlie, like, I think one, the, one of the older gentlemen. Um, the guy that kept telling us, oh, you guys got to come back next year and blah, 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 who, who loved talking to everybody. Yeah. Um, you know, so there's got to be someone there of the whole group, just give someone a designation. Hey, you know, check this every week and reply to it. Or, yeah, so I don't know. We gotta go take a ride and see if it's worth it. Yeah, I mean, there's no, like, it doesn't seem like there's a, I, I don't know, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just talking because we haven't got any responses from them, really. Well, the thing so is, is like that... Kiowi had a specific application. Yeah. The one we, uh, Sand Dune? Yeah, Sand Dune. In Myrtle Beach. There was a complete application and everything like that where we gave our names and our address. Like, there doesn't seem to be anything as of for that as of right now. Here's the thing. I've noticed that some of the, um, especially when you get into the older generation, mm-hmm. um, they're very anti anything online. Right. Unfortunately, you're going into an age that is more online. And right. with that, you can attract people that are further away that just come to the area for vacation or whatever else. Right. And they want to know information about that area. So when they visit or if they're there for part of the year or whatever, mm-hmm. they they have somewhere they can go. Right. So unfortunately, you know, if you're not if you're not into, um, you know, that dang email or the, you know, dang email. Uh, you're not going to really, you're not going to progress much and you're eventually just going to kind of fade. Uh, it, it's, it's some people are just so set on what they want and they, you know, fuck everyone else. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to adapt to any of this stuff. And it's just, I don't understand it. I really don't. You know, I have and, no idea. you know, if you're going to be online, if you're going to have a Facebook account, you know, then actually use it. They, I agree. you know, don't put it up there and, and expect people to not want to try and just message you through that. I don't know. I don't know. So we'll see. We'll see about this place. If we go there and it's, you know, it's not really upcapped or um, it's really a pain in the ass. I'm not even gonna bother. Honestly, well, I'm not. Even I gonna... mean, even the one that we joined in uh, Myrtle, it when you talk about like upkeep, like you know, the, the the shooting target area was not bad, but like when we were trying to see what the area was as we were going through the shooting lanes, yeah. Uh, when you compare it to what we were just seeing in Florida, you know, it it was a bit rough. Well, the one I mean, in Florida the guys in seems Brevard are, are like super, super on point about keeping that facility spotless. Well, the thing is, is that it's it depends on. It seems like all the the ones that volunteer or however they work it mm-hmm. um, are there on a regular basis. Right. This one seems like it's really mostly only for events, and they have someone just kind of check in in between events to well, to make maybe. sure it's. Because they, um, it's not an actual facility. Like this is. Well, the uh, two that we, I mean, the one we joined is in a state park. And so is the one that we went to in Florida. It's in a state park. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Even where the 3D. That was in a state park. 
No, no, no. What I'm talking about is when we walked in through the woods a little bit to see where the 3D targets would be set up. Right. It wasn't really cleared out too well. No, that's what I'm saying. That, that those lanes were not clear, clean. You know, it was, it was a, it was, it was pretty damn messy to be honest. Yeah, but we'll it, see. they didn't like. I mean, the next the, when we were there, there wasn't an event for the S the South Car South Carolina Archery Association. Mm -hmm. There was no event for like two months. So who knows? Maybe they just have a crazy mad rush beforehand and clean everything. And that's what they might do is they might say, okay, this is our events, and um, in between then, no one's going to be shooting back there because right. they they lock everything up. So they might say, okay, so let's say it's on this Saturday, you know, that Monday maybe they start going in cleaning it out and making right. sure it's good. I mean, honestly, they don't need to be out there. Every day checking on it. Yeah, but I think that it doesn't have to be every day, but like. they. But you know what? They had about 20 people listed as far as volunteers. 20 people plus listed on that page right. as volunteers. You could give one person two days a month that they have to go there and. Just look around. Just look around. And maybe just if a branch fell in the middle of the thing, just clear it out a little bit. Right. You know, maybe rake. Which was actually a bunch of the stuff when we were walking through the lane. It was just like pieces of tree limbs like yeah. in the path and that would probably do minimal amount that they would have to do right mm -hmm. but time management for people people have gotten to be too much about what they need to do and them and they just like to say they volunteer for something and mm -hmm. you know they don't really do much where you know you'll have that one or two individuals that are trying to do everything right and unfortunately it doesn't really work out that well so, you know, it's whatever. It's, you know, there's not much you could do about it. Mm -hmm. But next time we're in that area, I mean, honestly, between our wedding in New York in November, and then you got Christmas, and then, um, you know, our June wedding, and if we're trying to go back out to TAC, that one's in May in right. Tennessee. So we might not actually be down shooting at that place until you know, July of next year again. Right. But I don't even know about that because if we, we want to go out to Utah. Or Montana. Yeah. Then that's also in July. Right. And I can't see us going to Florida and one of those. No, in July. I'm sure we'll, we'll be out in Myrtle before then. Oh, no. I was talking about Melbourne. Oh, oh, yes, 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 yes. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I mean, if we were to go to. Yeah, if we were trying to go to Montana or Salt Lake City, we wouldn't have been able to go to if they do the Iron Man the same week. Yeah. So it is what it is. Well, I mean, we'll see what the schedule looks like for next year, I guess, as it comes along, because we really don't plan too much too far out in advance because we have two children. And then we'll probably have another wedding in 2019. Yes, probably. Fucking weddings. Mm -hmm. People need to cool it. Yeah, well, they're all about that age. All of our family members are all around the same age. I know. It's going to be like back to back to back right. to back. Exactly. We're in that. Which is fine, like but it's like, holy crap. zone where everyone's going to get married. If there's more than one wedding a year, we're going to have to pick one. And whoever was first, the second, second place man is going to have to wait. Mm -hmm. We'll send you a card. Yep, pretty much. Congratulations, but we, we can only attend one a year. Well, especially what all the weddings we'd have to go to, we'd have to travel. Yeah, no one's in the state, so I mean, mm -hmm. and my brother's not getting married anytime soon. Better fucking not. He's still young. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. 
And uh, yeah, my sister's too too young for that. She's just gonna be. Well, going she's off just to going to college now. Yeah. So. But uh. In laws are probably doing backflips like less than a month. Woo! Party. <laughs> They're gonna be. It's like a countdown. It's like one of those Christmas calendars, <laughs> where every day you open up a chocolate till that one day. So she goes off to college in August. So I think they've already started that calendar. <laughs> so they have a party. You act all sad. Oh, we'll miss you. And then you get when once she's in, you get home. You're like yes. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> We've been waiting eighteen years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For exactly. This. Well, 17, because that well, first, actually, uh, the first year, like, oh, I'm so glad I, you know. Yeah, your brother yeah. moves into his apartment next month also. Yes. Well, uh, no, September. Oh, is it September, September now? Yeah. Okay. September. You know, so soon, I mean, y- your mom and uh, Bobby's going to be, uh, have the house all to themselves. Yeah. They'll get bored within a week. Well, whatever. Bobby will probably just play more golf. Probably. Yeah, probably. But, um, yeah, no, so I think that we didn't really talk, you know, it's funny. We were going to start off with talking about that 3d shoot we were at and I don't think we only kind of mentioned it. What? Oh, well, within the hour. I mean, it was, it it was a nice shoot. It really was easy terrain. Nice terrain. Weather was great. We're neither of us are happy with the scores we got. Yeah. You know, it's we need better well no we well we kind of touch on a lot of things you want more magnification yeah which you know we we can do that, that was your, easily well that was your last hurrah for your bow for a little bit for no, a little while for yeah like a yeah week. well we got to order strings and everything for it because toward the right as we were going to start i noticed a lot of things on my strings were moving i noticed the peep site had moved uh, a traveling peep. Yeah, a traveling peep, which actually kind of made sense to me because toward the end of the Iron Man, when we were doing the 600 round, and it was 200 points at 40 yards, 200 points at 50, and 200 points at 60. Mm-hmm. By the end of the 60 point round, my dial on my kingpin was at 67 yards instead of 60. Mm-mm. So the peep kept creeping on me. Creep, creep. Um, it's peeping time. And then also, I noticed. The uh, the serving where my arrow knocks had moved. There was like a big gap in the threading. I'm like, oh, this is done. Yeah, your strings were. Yeah, and then by the but, end of the day, the the strings were starting to fray. I'm like, yep, yeah, we're done. When well, today's over, it's done. Yeah, that weekend was a lot of shooting. Yeah, it's about 200 arrows. Yeah, so without practice. Yeah, so basically, well, it was just fine. But then you're shooting the stinger. Yeah, I'm shooting the stinger well, right now for strings. I I maxed it out to to the 70 pounds and uh. Originally, I had moved my stuff onto the bow. Like, I put my uh, my HHA uh, kingpin on there. I took it back off mm-hmm. because I'm so used to now having an eighth-inch peep sight that even set up on the stinger with the bigger string angle and all of those stupid shit, I can see everything around the sight with the kingpin at the closest it can go because I don't have the tournament edition. I have the standard solid mount edition. Right. Um, and it's just too big. So, or it's, it's just too much area around. I can't, fuck, I fucking screwed that up. So, I, I see too much around it. So, I can't match up peep ring to sight ring. Exactly. <laughs> Hitting a brick wall. Um, so, now what I did was I put one of the sites that I swear to God I'm never going to sell just because I like it. 
and I put the True Glow Micro Bright on it right, because right. it's a dovetail arm, and I was able to move it right to where I need it to be now. Is it the one I stole for a while? Yes. Okay. It's the one that has the 29, 219s, and yeah. the 210 pins. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably one of the, the best fucking... I thought the, I thought it was an oddball site when we first got it in because I ordered it off of eBay. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, there, this is another True Glow site. Let's try this in the beginning of the podcast. This is cool. And then when it showed up, I looked at the pins and I was like, what the fuck? It, oh shit, they're three different sizes. And this is when I was in New York at the at my job up there before I transferred here. And I had spoke to our parts guy, and he was like, yeah, dude, you're gonna love it. That's, oh, why that's I, right, because he shot too. That's exactly. Or he still he still shoots, he, right? He shoots all the time. He shoots in all sorts of contests and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's how his multi-pin site is set up because he runs Hunter Class, so he runs multi-pin site and whatever. Does he listen to us? I don't know. I have no idea. I told mm-hmm. him where to look at it and stuff. I know he had listened to a couple of them while he was at work, and uh, he was laughing, but uh, you have to, like, watch because the fact that we curse, not a very... Uh, Why, is he a works. Christian boy? No, no, no. It's just company procedure. It's company policy. It's frowned upon. Yeah. Oh, you mean listening to it at work? Yes, yes, listening oh, to it. At, okay, he was okay, playing okay. it on the company computer through the speakers. Yeah, no, which was a, a no-no. No, no, no. Yeah, no. So, um, well, no. Uh, the only reason I mention it um, before I get sidetracked is because if we decide to have any other individuals on, mm-hmm. well, we're still working out bugs of how to run uh, someone on with us, right? When they're not actually physically here. To get the timing down, and, and right. so it's not so much of a delay and, and whatnot. Um, if he would, like, after one of his events, if you talk to him and say, you know, when your next event is, and then right after that, actually have him on right. and talk to him about that and, like, what he's running and stuff like that. Oh, I know exactly what he's running. But you're killing the whole thing. I know. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, I could always try. But his setup, it does, is a hunter setup. So it's the same thing, kind of like a lot of stuff like mine, except the fact that it's a multi-pin site, so he can run Hunter class. Right, right, right. And not freestyle, because it's not a, a single pin. Uh, but his site is a 29 pin, two 19 pins, and then two 10 pins, just mm-hmm. like I had, like the, the, the Microbrite has. And it, it really is a good site. Wait, so how come... Hmm? So you have Hunter class, correct? Right. And then you have freestyle. Right. So how the come we were not shooting... Hunter? Yeah. Because we had single pins. That's what disqualifies us from Hunter. What? I don't know. That's how that's how the rules work. And I actually looked it up, and that's exactly how the rules are. How the fuck does that... Hunter class it has to run multi-pins. No, it doesn't. It's yes, it does. All... It's still a bit... No, hold on. Hear me out for a second. Oh, God. It's still... No, stop it. Stop all you people who are laughing at me right now. Just fucking stop it. Stop your laughing. It's not fucking funny, okay? So. Will, you know you're laughing. You have. God damn it. <laughs> shut your mouth right now. <laughs> so you have. You have a, a single pin site. Yep. And you have a multi pin site. Yep. Um, side note, I think of Fifth Element with the multi pass. Uh, so you have, and if you haven't seen it, you live under a rock. You should go see it. So you have your single and your multi. So on your single, works the same. It, you you hit your 20, 30, 40, but you just clock it up to whatever it is. You adjust it from the side. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the pin is still at a 20, 30, 40 because you set it to that yardage. Right. Now, multi-pin, you do the same thing. You set it to that yardage. Right. Okay. But 
it's more on like the lazy side that you don't have to change it to you know whatever yards you're shooting at. Right. So you just kind of sit there and just move the bow. Yeah, but so how is it different that you're in a different class because the fact that you just move it or you don't? Because it's precision to the yard with a single pin. Whereas a multi-pin, you can do multi-pass. Uh, you can do ten, five-yard increments, ten-yard increments, whatever you want. So, like, you'll see a lot of guys on purpose when they run hunter class, they run seven pins. See that right there? Sorry, that was my elbow hitting. Mm-hmm. But that right there is the same thing as getting more of a precision. Yeah, but the, it only allows distance. them to do five-yard. Also, a lot of, you got to keep in mind too is what. Hunter class, they only go to 40 yards. So even a five-yard setup, you can really, like, tune it to the way you want it. Yeah, see, that right there I think is BS because they, they should not. Because even mine, the single pin, right. first of all, we had two people with two different range finders. Mm-hmm. And they were getting two different readings. Right. So that right there is not going to give you any, any um, jump as far as, uh, mm-hmm. um, I can't think of the word, uh, Advantage? Yes, advantage over the other one. Right. Because if you're reading one and it's not really 100% accurate, it's like a 98% accuracy. Right. Uh, and then on top of that, I had to, uh, my sight tape wasn't exactly, exactly. It wasn't right. to the yard. Mm-hmm. So I had to adjust, like, okay, so if it gets past 30, 35, I kind of have to set it like one or two yards this way. Or, right. So. It honestly had no advantage over uh, a multi-pin site. So it, it meant absolutely n- nothing different. That's how the rules go, though. I don't know. I don't make I the know, fucking rules. I know, but I'm just saying it's bullshit. I think it's bullshit. I think the the hunter class should be set up that if... if It basically should be set up if you have a target set up, a target bow with the target stabilizer and, you know, all that nifty shit. Right. And you're shooting those goddamn Sharpies at the, the target right. versus shooting a, an arrow you usually use on the hunting side mm-hmm. and a hunting setup with a hunting bow. Right. I think that's how it should be separated. Not all this, like, middle gray area if you have this and this bullshit. There's really not that much of a gray area. They tell you, exi- like, right now... No, I th- no I think it is a great area. It, it, it's not really a great area because single pin sights did not become a huge thing for hunting bows until recently. So they should recently change it. Well, it hasn't been yet. It's kind of like all the 28-inch bows now being allowed in the Pope and Young fucking categories for killing animals. Which, I don't know why they excluded a 28-inch. I don't know. <laughs> but Probably because at one time a 28-inch bow was meant for a fucking 10-year-old. But what if you're a midget? What if you're a midget wanting to hunt? Well, then you're shooting a child's fucking bow. You really think a midget's going to go hike fucking nine miles or ten miles to kill a goddamn elk? Yeah. You know what? That would suck it, but fucking being three foot six fucking trying to hike that far. Because your ten miles is everyone else's fucking five. That would feed his dwarf family for like five (laughs) years. Okay? Don't exclude those little people. Oh, Jesus. They don't like the M word. (laughs) Okay, it's the the, the vertically challenged the vertic- little people of the world. <laughs> if they want to hunt with a kid's bow because that's all it fits, then right. they, they should be allowed to. And all you goddamn haters. Yeah, but that's it. That, that's how the rules were. Who uh, there's there's rules for every damn thing. Those rules so. were made by tall people. Okay, whichever. Anyway, but I think the um, I think we should be able to shoot hunter class. 
mm-hmm. and not that freestyle bullshit. Everything else on my bow and your bow is hunter style. I know. I, I the think only I'm thing the was only piece. Yeah. Wait, no, you had a multi pin. No, I did not. Oh wait, you have a single pin. Yeah, yes. yeah, you have that upside down. My king pin. pin. Yes, I have my my, my upside king down. Pin. Yes, I have my king pin set and <laughs> dropped. Said, he said, "Yeah, he." I like how you. <laughs> so I like how you got there. Is because you <laughs> you couldn't get it on the right way, so you're like, "I'm gonna shoot and drop it." And you <laughs> describe right. you describe it as this like technical like oh, I meant to do this. No, I didn't mean to do it. I know. <laughs> No one in the whole fucking pro shop knew the fact that the sight was actually for a left-handed bow. I know. Which then it would be a standard up-pin configuration. And I was like, oh. And right away, I mean, to give them benefit of the doubt, they were like, dude, we'll take it back. It's no problem. We'll order you the correct one. No big deal. And I'm like, actually, I like it in drop-pin. I really like the way it shoots like this, you know? You know what? If if it's aimed at the, the right yardage that you set it at, and it works. Yeah, but it, and, I don't know what it was about the fact that when it was in the normal configuration, I felt like I had to look down to look at the bubble for my level. Because you do know. have to look down. Yeah. N- n- well, you really shouldn't have to. You should be able to see it in your sight window. Uh, well, n- n- see, the way I, I work my, my visual, I have... Like, if I'm looking straight ahead, mm-hmm. I don't use, like, your whole peripheral... Right. So if I want to look at that bubble, mm-hmm. I I visually in my head think I'm looking down. I'm not really looking down, right. but in my head I'm like, okay, I gotta look down at the bubble. Right. So kind of yeah. No, like I literally kinda, I felt like I had to look like move my eye to where I was looking down. Yeah, I move my I yeah. move my eyes. And it was driving me nuts. Oh. Whereas now, if if I look dead straight, I can see the pin, the bubble, everything all at once, and never have to change my view. So, which is fine for me. I mean, it it works. Yeah, no, it's fine. No, you know? it's. I mean, if it works, then who gives a shit? Right. If exactly. it's like diagonal, up, down, sideways. Right. Well, it's like the one that uh that Eric had on his bow. Apparently, now somebody makes an aftermarket kit for the uh, for the Trophy Ridge sights. Uh, they have like the the, the what's the, the 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 slider one? They have something pro the React One. Right, it's 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 a slider, it's a single pin. Okay. But instead of now it being a single pin that comes straight up from the center, it's r- two super thin oh, barbs yeah, yeah. in a it's... V from the bottom. So it's supposed to make it so that you can look completely through the sight. It's the same as a scope on a gun. No, the um, like how it's a. Uh... It's it's a V. It's a point. Yeah, but it's what I'm such I'm such not a gun name. Neither am I. Kind of. Um... On certain sites in some of your sniper rifles, they have... Right, they have the V, They reticle. have the V, yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess, yeah, reticle, maybe? Well, that's what it's called. Like, the, whatever the image is that you're looking at is, is a reticle. If you know what it is, you're probably yelling at us probably. right now. Yeah, Goddamn yeah. retards. It's... Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that one was actually really cool. Way yeah, down. it was. I kind of like that he, one. There's an aftermarket kit now uh, to screw on a magnifier for it. So he had a three times magnifier on his scope. Which was actually pretty cool because I mean that's the only thing that ever really stops me from buying anything from Trophy Ridge, that's uh, single pin. Like we've used their their uh, what was the one I love really oh, the Peak, mm-hmm. the 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 five pin vertical. Yeah. I really liked that one. That was probably like one of the best sights that I've tried, and uh, you know, but their single pins it was like oh no nope, no nope, magnification nothing was available. 
And now there's this company, I think he told me it's like David's Archery or something like that. Okay. That now makes a lens that will actually fit right in there and has a screw-in piece to hold the lens in place. It's about time someone yeah. jumped on the bandwagon for that or jumped on it for that. Because mm -hmm. honestly, that that's uh, to have those options to put in the magnifiers is... Oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. And I three mean, times it, is, a good, is a good size. You would think that the company though, would, would make their own fittings for that kind of stuff um just i mean to give their the people who shoot with their items a little bit more of an option to get them to keep shooting with their items to you know add-ons and whatnot you would think that they would i don't know i don't know so yeah i, don't, I have no idea I, that's that was always my like one thing that that really stopped me from buying anything trophy ridge because the React was something that I really thought about wanting to try because, you, you know, you sight your 20 in, your 30 in, and it automatically separates the, the rest. rest. Yeah, it automatically right. slides everything to where it's supposed to be. So, but it was like, oh, no, it's not magnifiable. The housing was really, really tiny. I'd have to end up using, like, a one-eighth inch peep sight and all, all this right. other crap. And I, it kind of, like, deterred me from even wanting to try it. Yeah. So, I mean, at that point, it's kind of, you go with the someone who offers the more options. Right. People, you know, whereas the React like 5 pins, I was like, yeah, I'm all about wanting to try those. I mean, you know, the multi-pin one's fine. I do like my single pin, though. So do I. I uh... My only gripe with my HHA is I wish the pin was closer to the dial. That's mm -hmm. my only, like, issue with it. I've gotten used to like seeing on the angle mm -hmm. to make sure I'm aiming at the right thing. Like I'll, as stupid as it sounds, I put the bow against my chest, like the string, to know I'm looking at the same exact spot on the pin every single time. Yeah, you know, I would like to to have something the way um, I think it's uh, uh, IQ, not IQ. Um, what's that other Garmin? Uh, yes, Garmin. I was like that. That fucking but I don't know if that, that GPS watch company. I don't know if their that site is magnifiable. I don't think they can make it magnified. Well, that's what I was gonna say. The because um, it's the digital dot, right? Mm -hmm. That it acts as the rangefinder. So mm -hmm. all you see is that one dot, which would be nice. Right. Well, you could also but set it up to have multi pins pop up. I wonder if because that's in essence what that that site you're looking through is a digital screen. That you're looking yeah, through it's a to lens. produce it's a reflective lens to produce the the dot at the yardage when it's taking it right correct so you could probably do it i mean with with the technology that we're starting to come out with mm -hmm. they could probably eventually get to the point where they make a site so that that screen that you're looking through that produces the actual um the target like the red dot for mm -hmm. the target and your yardage they right. could probably actually do it almost as a digital screen that you can actually magnify like if you're taking a picture when you magnify right whatever you see on the screen mm -hmm. it, it's kind of it could kind of act like uh well, something like never that know. it might be able to they should i mean i don't know if we're technologically as far as it, how much it would cost to do something like that would be uh feasible right now but i'm sure we'd get to that point probably eventually I mean, the Garmin alone, the, the, what is it called? The Zero. That thing is, is ridiculous. The yeah. amount of shit it can do, especially if you buy the $1,000 one. Ooh. Multiple arrow charts. So you can, 
one day shoot, you know, like for me, if I wanted to shoot my 300 Spine FMJs that are fucking 540 grain arrows. Right. And the next day I want to switch to my Black Eagle Carnivores that are 420 grain. I just push a button and I'm done. Yeah. And it moves everything for me and it does it all for you and it's done because it, it can remember. I, I think they said it can do up to like five arrows. You could have crazy multiple configurations for whatever you're going to hunt. That'd be nice to be able to try that thing out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, like, um, who is, who's using it right now? Oh, uh, Brian Call from Gritty Bowman's got one. And uh, Jordan, the owner of Mountain Ops, just posted that he also bought one. That'd be nice. Not have to worry about carrying around a rangefinder. Honestly, the more I think about it, I remember seeing it at the, um, the 2018 show. Right. And uh, that's another thing we have to go to next year. Yeah, it's another it's going to be in Kentucky. Ooh, um, good old Tucky. Next <laughs> year's filling up fast. Yeah, yeah. And um, you know, when we saw it, I was like, I don't know. And but man, the more I think about it, and the more we talk about it, and the more I actually really see it, how it'd be useful in in actual um, situations. Right. Man, that is really convenient. Right. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I Could you say, imagine? I mean, if if that site is, were magnifiable, like you, you're talking about. Yeah. That would that site would automatically get itself banned from any fucking competition because yeah, it does true. range finding everything all on its own. You can shoot a Sharpie marker at the target where you can fill the whole ring. But magnification, mm-hmm. disqualification. <laughs> magnification is disqualification. <laughs> OK, but you know, bullshit. It, you know, um, actually, if I'm right. No, it shouldn't be a disqualification. You know what it should be? Mm-hmm. Is that that class has their max yardage longer. Make them shoot farther. Because, you know, it still takes skill to, to shoot at like 80, 90, 100. I don't care how many magnification you have. You still need some kind of skill to shoot that far. Oh, yeah. And absolutely. accurately. That's the other key word is accurately. What do you look it up? Oh, uh, no, up? I was just trying to see because uh, all of those guys were at the Total Archery Challenge. Yeah. I was trying to see it does. Uh, what was he running on his bow? What what site was Brian running on his bow? And he's actually not running the uh, the Garmin. He actually ha- looks like he has a black gold uh, site on his bow for that. More power to you because I can't look at a picture and, and being able to. That's a very anyone that go, is in Utah right now. If you if you run, well, majority of ninety percent of them are running Hoyts for one because Hoyts out there, and uh, the shop that they all go to, the Flying Arrow Archery, that is like their site of choice is the the Black Gold. Yeah, Brian's definitely running a Black Gold site. Yeah. He probably has both. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, he has multiple. Bows also. Yeah. Well, yeah, obviously he would. But could you imagine going to the tack with that fucking sight? Ooh. Like, yeah, I got a range from like, well, how far is it? Doo doo. 97. Yeah, right. That'd like, be nice. Oh, damn. Wonder how accurate it is. And then if it's magnified, I think they said it's within one yard. Is it? Yeah. Up to 100 yards. I believe it's in within one yard. Interesting. So. But that shit's not going to come down in price for a little while. It's like flat screen TVs. When they first came out, they're so freaking expensive. But give them mm-hmm. a couple of years, and now everyone has them, and they're I don't cheap. Know, man. And Garmin doesn't like to drop their shit. 
Yeah, but guess what? When everyone else is starting to jump on the bandwagon and oh, do yeah, the same yeah. thing, and mm-hmm. you're not selling as many, then you know what? You'll you'll find a way to make it cheaper. Oh yeah, like mm-hmm. manufacture it at a lower price so you can right. sell it at a lower price. Mm-hmm. That's just the way it goes. If you don't want to bend with certain things, or maybe give your things an extra addition right. to the reason why you're not bumping the price down, mm-hmm. then you're not you're not gonna stay in business long. That's just the way it works. That is true. So and they they do flow with it. I mean, they either come out with a a better product. Yeah, but. Or, see, that's the problem, though, with the Zero. It's not just, you know, a site. Like, if you have Garmin's GPS watch on, the, right. the Phoenix or whatever it's called, okay, your site and the watch sync to each other. Oh, what? Yeah, yeah. So, when you fire your arrow at whatever you're aiming at, let's say it's 45 yards away, 10 degree down angle, you're hang, shooting out of a tree or whatever. Okay. That watch will tell you technically where the arrow should have landed if you got a pass through. Could you imagine if it had a GPS tracker on it too? They have GPS arrow trackers in the arrows. They go in the fucking knocks where it Bluetooths to your phone, and your phone's like doo, 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 like fucking which way you're supposed to walk. Oh man, if that's like sticking out of side of an animal and you're trying to track it, they have another one that looks like the... a fucking fish hook, so that as the arrow passes through, the the fucking GPS tracker locks onto the Whoa. animal. The, all that's what I'm saying. All these crazy, stupid ideas that some people can think of to make sure they don't lose the animal or don't lose your arrow. People are fucking, some nerd is in his little fucking cave and has figured this shit out. Oh. See, it's, it's crazy. Like the little, like I said, one looks like a you fish hook that attaches to the arrow. For blood trails, you could actually just Yeah, yeah. Well, they got them special, your... even now they got the, especially at night, they tell you to wait till dusk. Because now they got these little lights that you can put on your baseball cap that makes blood glow. Nice. Because it's a specific light frequency, whatever. And, you know, and it, it's. Makes it easier to follow the blood trail. Then you got these arrows that, like I said, it's got a little, little attachment on it that's crazy light, and it just boop. And as it, the arrow hits him, it grabs onto the animal's flesh, and now you got a GPS tracker going with the animal, even yeah. if the arrow passes through completely. I don't know though. Wait until it starts getting dark to walk around the woods. I don't know. I've been on like this ghost kick lately. Mm-hmm. Fucking walking around, got. Blair Witch Project going. <laughs> Fucking scaring the shit out of me. I don't know. I don't know when I became a pansy. Or I, when we I had children. Say, like, I think, of, I, I think of these ghosts, and I'm like, oh, fucking hell. <laughs> I really don't. I, you know, I, I don't know. I know. I, I see the time. But, you know, honestly, just one thought. What's that? I never actually believed in that whole ghost bullshit mm-hmm. until we were on that job and that that friggin' the the boss's house. Well, yeah, that house was creepy. I got I gotta say this that we were doing this um uh, our bosses for a company we were working for. This is off topic, but um, half this podcast has been off topic. Not really. So, <clears throat> uh, we were working and and they were doing some renovations on their house. And um, they basically, they quartered it into four sections. So it had a top floor and then the bottom floor was in half. And they were actually living in the other half while they were renovating the rest of it. And they were just going to move when, you know, to swap spots to renovate. Mm-hmm. So they, they kept telling us, like, it's haunted, it's haunted. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's, that's great. You guys are all fucking out of your minds. But you signed my paycheck, so I really don't give a shit. <laughs> These crazy fucking <laughs> Greeks. <laughs> So uh, they said, you know, while you guys are there, don't worry. You can, if you need to use the bathroom, just it's unlocked. 
just go in, inside and use our bathroom. Okay, that's no problem. So um, there was three of us on site that day, and no one else was on at the house. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I go and use the bathroom, and you two were, the rest of the two, I think it was you and someone else. Me and Tim, right? Maybe. The, the crazy, I don't know. Um, but... Oh, no, it was me and a framer. Me and one of the framers. No, was huh? it was Mike's son. Z- Zale. Uh, Zale. Mm-hmm. And um, so you two were underneath the house. And oh, I, yeah. Here, I that's went right. In. Me and Zale yeah. were in the crawl space, yes. So I was like, all right, I need to use the bathroom. So I went inside, I used the bathroom, and um, I shut the door behind me, the front door, and you can hear that door open and close, like mm-hmm. if someone's coming in. Um but outside, I hear, like, these, these heavy footsteps. And I actually say, because I thought maybe I didn't hear the door or they came in, you know, somewhere else. So I hear footsteps right to the door, like heavy, I thought they were boots. Right. Footprints, or fo- footsteps up to the door. I mean, clear as day. And I actually say out loud, hold on, I'm in here. Just give me a second. And I didn't hear anything else. So I'm like, oh, shit, now I got someone waiting on me. And I, I hate, like... Even if it's going to be quick, I'm like, great. I just right. got in here. So I hurry up and wash my hands, and I, I walk out, and there's no one. I even, like, I peek around the corner to see if someone's, like, maybe they just, like, walked around the corner. Nothing. I fucking ran out of that house. I don't think I went back in it, actually. No, I don't think Again. so. No. And I mean, it wasn't like faint or mistaken or, but these were heavy, like, I mean, I even like said something thinking someone was out there, footsteps. Mm -hmm. And from then on, I was like, yeah, this is, they (laughs) fucking live here. This is, I would not, I would not live in this house. And I wondered why their, their cousin or something like that, who, who brought us the materials to the house a couple of times was like, I'm not going to the house. He refused to go in the <laughs> house. Did. I remember that. He's like, I ain't going in that side of the house. I was Hell like, are no. you kidding me? And then that day, I was like, no. That was, that was horrible. From then on, I actually believed. Because that was firsthand. No sound tricks. No, like, thinking it was, it was something else or mistaking. It was, I actually thought someone was out that fucking door. Nice. And that was the creepiest. I mean, that was... That was probably the worst experience more. It's it's been downhill since then. <laughs> it's been downhill since then. Yeah. But yeah, because she would tell us all the time, yeah, at night they keep walking around, walking around upstairs, and I yell at them to stop walking around and they stop and I'm like, Are you kidding me right now? Are you fucking kidding me? You talk to them? <laughs> you talk to them? Oh, Jesus Christ. They're probably harmless, but still. Oh yeah. It's fucking creepy. Yep, no, I agree. That house was creepy. Even if it's one of our old relatives. I, I remember asking our boss, why are you bothering to remodel this place? Just burn it to the ground and then restart. Because the amount of money they were investing in the remodel, it would have cost him less money to just knock that bitch to the ground and then redo the whole place. But, you know, come to think of it, a reason he might have not told us and he was telling us some other bullshit, because they were probably afraid that if they knocked it down and built something new, it'd piss all the spirits off. And then they come back and be like that evil haunting. Okay. You've been watching the uh, Poltergeist? <laughs> no, that movie, The Conjuring. The Conjuring. <laughs> okay. 
that was a movie that my brother thought it was a great idea. Yeah, let's watch this. And then I look over at him. He's like, yeah, this must be scary. I'm like, why the fuck are we watching it then? <laughs> That's because it's your brother. That's why. God damn it. He waited to, to have someone to watch yeah. it with. There's a body in the wall. Dude, I, we were waiting for that too because I remember the fact that like when we're oh, God we are so off topic. I remember when we were working on that house. I remember um, the remember framers having footsteps. To, yeah, I remember hearing footsteps. Yes, but I remember creepy. when the framers had to knock down a section of the chimney wall because it was like the inner chimney plus the outer brick wall around yeah. the chimney. And you remember the the little short framer. The, he was like wired as fucking ninety nine percent. Yeah, him and his wife got into a fight, and she bit his ear. Yes, 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 yes. That dude. Yes, see, this is Florida we're talking about, folks. Fuck she up shit happens. She bit his fucking too. ear off, and then he went and bit her ear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. He I was know, in jail. I, know. I remember. I remember. Yes, I remember. Um, but he is <laughs> even. He's like this house makes so many weird fucking noises and all this crazy shit all the time. Anyone else expecting to find a body when I knock through this wall with a sledgehammer? And I'm like, me. Yeah. I'm waiting for it. I was like, this house makes some fucked up noises all day long. Like, you just like. They said there was like four or five spirits in that house. Hey, whatever. And she was okay with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. That is not okay. Well, who knows? I, I, I don't know. <sighs> Fuck that. <sighs> I don't know. It, it, it wasn't us, so I, it, it was what it was. And you know it was messed up when, even when Tim said something about the house, that he was like, this house kind of freaks me out. It was one of those houses. Yeah. He was, was like the nicest, creepy. friendliest dude, always smiling. And he was like, anyone else kind of freaked out about this house? It was a house creepy is kind house. of weird, man. I was like, yeah, it makes these weird noises. I swear I hear fucking people walking around. Well, he didn't curse. But no, he never cursed. He never did. Oh, no, no. He was like, uh, yeah, no, he never did. Never. Never. Um, but yeah, he, he's like, yeah, this house is kind of, um, why doesn't he just burn this thing to the ground? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I, I was like, I've mentioned the same exact thing. Well, unfortunately, he probably, he might have because I think it put him out of business is what it happened. Pretty much. They yeah. lost everybody quick, us, Manny, everybody. Unfortunately. So. Either way. Okay. That's, uh, we didn't really touch too much on the new shoot in the stinger. It shoots nice. It, it's it light. nice. You know, I'm so used it's to like pulling the It's like when we test out back. new parts. It's like, it's nice. No, no, it's, a, it, I know, I know. It, Let's it's, save it. Yeah, we'll just save it for the next time. It, it shoots nice. That's all I'm going to say for right it now. It shoots nice. So The car salesman has a drive. It drives nice. Yeah, it drives nice. Unless you have someone me test drive the car. I'm like, this thing's a bucket of shit. <laughs> so, all right, folks. That's the end of episode 51. Everyone get out. Go have fun. Go shoot. Try something new. Yeah, avoid the ghosts. And Steph said avoid the ghosts. Because arrows go right through them. But they, I don't know. I got nothing on that one. I was going to say something else, but some, never mind. Never mind. Gonna, okay. I was going to leave it in there. I'm like, oh, 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 oh. Something's she got go, going through someone else, but fuck that. <laughs> All right. Have fun, folks. <laughs> Later.